impact on purpose. Change your home and your dome by following in Jesus' footsteps. I'm your host, VJ Tunkel. Let's get started. Podcast listeners, today we are doing an episode called Best Reads from 2020. And by that I mean my best reads from the books I read in 2020. Not books that were published in 2020. I'm not that on top of the reading world and I don't care to be. Um, so here's the background. Obviously, we all had a little bit more time or a lot more time uh, over the pandemic shutdown and I found my love of reading again. I, I've kind of kept reading but uh, throughout my years, but in high school I read like crazy. Um, and then in college I practiced my instrument like crazy instead. Um, and since then I've kind of only read, you know, one or two books, uh, maybe, maybe three books a year, mostly reading in the summer because that's when I'm off as a teacher. Um, but since, since uh, I don't know, December of 2019, I've been going crazy. I think in the year 2020, I probably read, I want to say close to 10,000 pages, um, which, yep, my daughter likes that, uh, which is, it, it's been great. It's been so cool. Um, and the cool thing is that I'm not reading just nonfiction, but I've been able to really enjoy some great fiction books. So today we're talking about um, the best books that I read in 2020 and why you should read them too. So we're going to start at the bottom of the list. We have a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, I'll start with the fiction honorable mentions. So here they are. Here's The Hobbit. Okay. And here's the deal with this. This book gets overlooked. First of all, sure, watch the movies, whatever. The books are where it's at. The books are where it's at. You get to see some details that you actually have to, you'd have to actually pause the movies to really understand. And I don't mean details about Tolkien's very um, <clears throat> elaborate uh, universe and how how thoroughly he's fleshed out the language of the elf. I don't care about that. The point is, you get to see a picture of humanity in these books. You get to see part of God's story, in fact. So here's the deal with The Hobbit, right? Bilbo is living, oh, the sun. Bilbo is living safely and sound and passively in, uh, in the Shire. There's nothing wrong in the Shire. There's no enemies. Um, it's protected, but no one knows by who there's no real law enforcement, there's no trouble, um, and all the drama is just social drama. It's created by people's selfishness, um, and everyone's goal in the Shire is their own well-being and happiness. And yet, he gets plucked out of that to go on the adventure of a lifetime, and he's terrified, of course, as we all are, and yet he's invited into a larger story, guys. Do you hear that? Do you hear what I'm saying here? Bilbo is plucked out of mediocrity, of passivity, and invited into a larger story. That's a big deal. Okay, there's a, something for everyone to learn from that book. Part two of that honorable mention, of course, is The Big Boy. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's, it's, it's quite a chunk of pages there, but same thing here. And I think the quote that I love best from this book is... Um, I'm not going to explain it at all, or not going to give you context, but it's simply open war is upon you, whether you would risk it or not. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Lord of the Rings is a story of people 
um, that are being invited out of small stories where they are the hero uh, and they're the center of attention to larger stories where there's a larger goal, where, um, yeah, where there's a larger power uh, at, at play and they are choosing to participate in that story and there are those that choose not to. Um, that is our choice as well. Right, as whether you're whether you're just a random person, whether whether you're uh, in leadership of some sort of business or government or church, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your position is. God is inviting each one of us to step out of our small stories, where we're the center and our problems are the biggest focus of our lives, to step into a story where He is the hero and we play a crucial, crucial supporting role. So, check those out. Um, they're amazing books to read. I, I, I could not put either one of them down. I was reading hours a day sometimes. It was crazy. Really good. Really re recommend those books if you're into fiction of any kind. Um, the second one, second honorable mention, is Keep Your Love On. This is my nonfiction honorable mention. I read this book at least once a year. Um, it's absolutely essential to read this book. Let's just put it like that. There's a phone ringing in my drawer. It's absolutely essential to read this book, okay? At least for me, if I'm not reading this book, I am not at all um, keeping myself accountable with how I use my words and the goals of my relationships. So here's my two quotes from this book, and these are the big deals from this book right here. It's um, number one, it's my job to control myself. I do not get to control other people, right? Even on a good day, I'm lucky if I can control myself. And the second is... Um, my goal and priority in relationships is building and protecting connection. That's it, guys. It's that simple. Wow. Anyway, this is the book to read yearly. It's my choice to go to. Uh, I'm going to start back, getting back into it. And I think it's my next book right now, actually. So keep your love on. Danny Silk. Go read it. All right, so now we're at the top three. I have two nonfiction books and one fiction book that are at the very top for 2020. And uh, my first nonfiction book is Becoming a King. Again, there's so much sun in this shot, but whatever. Becoming a King by Morgan Snyder. And I've talked about this in other podcasts, but this book, I mean, it changed the perspective on how I was living how I viewed myself as a father, as a husband, and as a leader. Um, and it's too, it's, it's just, there's so many layers to this book that I can't go into right now. But my favorite or most memorable quote from the book that I still think about all the time is, is live in the day, measure in the decade. And what that does is that, that keeps us from comparison, that keeps us from um, kind of the, um, the panic and also the shallowness of short-term gains or short-term changes and allows us to view how we've lived over the past decade and still live in the moment of every day. So Becoming a King, Morgan Snyder. Okay, sorry, my computer slept. All right, last nonfiction book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. If you've listened to my podcast at all, you've heard me talk about stuff from this book. He talks about silence and solitude, Sabbath, rest, or slowness and minimal, minimum, 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 minimum. What does he call it? Minimum. 
slow. Oh, he calls it simplicity because it, it starts with an S. Silence and solitude, Sabbath, slowing or slowness and simplicity. And uh, that helped kind of shape and frame my 2020. I was able to read this book before the pandemic and before my daughter was born. It was such a graceful thing that God allowed me to do this and slow down before all the craziness um, of the world and also of my world set in. Um, I was, I, I, my world slowed down before the whole world was forced to slow down. And it was such a graceful experience to be a part of that. So go look it up. Very, four very simple, you don't even have to read the book. Four very simple concepts that you can put into your practice that will absolutely change um, your walk with God or your relationship with God because there, there are ways that we can actually pursue a relationship and invest in a relationship with Jesus. All right, here it is. Last book, last book. This is my fiction book of 2020. I think this is a lot of people's fiction book of 2020 because it speaks directly on how a lot of us were feeling. It's called A Gentleman in Moscow by Amor Tolls. I don't know if I'm saying that name correctly, but this book is about a um, an aristocrat, basically, or a, um, a, a low member of, the, of royalty that um, gets caught up in the communist uh, revolution or in the, um, yeah, that's good enough, in the communist revolution in Russia and kind of continues to see all of his stuff and his status being taken away from him. And yet, as, as you read through the book, you watch him grow and continue to mature and maintain um, that loving, respectful, honoring air about him uh, as he gets downsized from a mansion to a posh hotel room to a super tiny hotel room, um, as he gets... Um, as he loses freedom from obviously being free to being constrained to a town, to being constrained to a hotel, to being constrained to a room, to n from not working to working. It, it, I don't know. It, it described what we were experiencing in 2020 so well. And the quote that really sums up the book for me is, if a man does not master his circumstances, he is bound to be mastered by them. Uh, that was part of my uh, kind of, operating um, operating statement in 2020 especially or at least during the shutdown was hey these are the circumstances we have I can either be master of them and use them to my advantage or I can just sit and wallow in them and be mastered by them all right so those are my books of 2020 go read go get go get some of these books enjoy them uh, be encouraged by them. Be challenged by them because books are not just meant to entertain us. Just like TV and, and every other media is not just meant to entertain, or at least that's not what we need from it. We need to be challenged and encouraged by these things. So go find things to read, to listen to, to watch that are challenging and encouraging you to live intentionally and to live a life of following Jesus. Until next time, guys, remember to like, share, subscribe, rate on podcasts and um, shoot me an email at impactonpurpose at gmail.com or impactonpurposepodcast at gmail.com. See you later.